Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who comes into the world in order to free us from sin, temptation, and death by trusting in his promise, the promise given from of old, that we would be given new life in Christ. Amen. Well, this is the first Sunday of Lent, and typically we hear about Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. That he goes out into the wilderness after being baptized, after receiving a promise from God that says, you are my child, you are my son, my beloved. And he is driven by the Spirit out into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted. Now I know what we hear when we hear the word temptation, and we don't like it very much, because we're terrible with temptation. I've told you before, uh, there are some things that I can resist, but the real temptations are the ones that I just can't get over. If there is ice cream in the house, I'm going to eat it. It doesn't matter how many times I say, I'm only going to have a little bit, it's going to last all week. It's only going to last a day and a half. (laughs) And so what I do with that temptation is I put it away. I hold it off. If the ice cream's at the store, I don't have to eat it. But if it's in the house, it's got me. It holds on to me. Now, it might not be ice cream for you, but there are temptations that abound. And generally, when we find temptation, we say we're powerless against it. And so we try to hold it off at arm's length, put it aside so that it can't grab hold of us because it shows our weakness. It shows our lacking power. And if we can hold it off just long enough, we think that maybe we can train ourselves up into being able to withstand this, right? And so instead of having ice cream in the house, maybe we'll have a candy bar and we'll say, I'll get used to not having sweets more and more by having something that I can resist the temptation on. And so we think that by holding it off, we'll give ourselves a chance in order to master our temptations, to take power over them, control, to increase either our willpower or our strength in the face of temptation. And actually, that's what we sometimes think Lent is for, right? A time of training and preparation, of building up our strength in order to withstand and hold off all the wiles of the devil. But it doesn't work very long for us because it always falls back to us. We end up trapped in the never-ending cycle of being able to have power over the things we already thought we had power over and never getting out of the domination of the temptations that really get at the core of who we are. And so we even then pretend that those temptations are really what are after us, you know, sweets or caffeine or anger. But really, inside of our souls, there is an anxiety that says that we are diminishing, that our power is escaping. And if we're not growing our power, if we're not making ourselves bigger, then we are becoming nothing. This is the way of the world, isn't it? always expanding, expanding your borders, expanding your economy, 
expanding your bank accounts, expanding your influence in order to have more and more so that you have more cushion and more space and more control. That is the temptation of the devil that we fall into regularly, that we have to take control, take power, train ourselves to get out of the cycle. It's like saying, don't fight with anybody as you get into a fight with them. Or arguments go nowhere, and I'll show you how much an argument works. You get right into the temptation, you fall down the rabbit hole even as you fight against it. Jesus, right from his baptism, is driven by the Spirit out into the wilderness where he is tempted by the devil throughout the 40 days. Wandering in the wilderness just as the Israelites had for 40 years, having to trust in God's word and promise for everyday life. Getting away from his own power. He didn't even have anything to eat. And of course, that's the first temptation in the midst of his hunger. Do you want something to eat? You look like you're famished. Your strength is waning. Don't you want just a little more? As he bypasses this, he comes to the second one. Don't you want just a little more authority? Look at all that I can give you. The whole earth is my ha- in my hands, and I give its power wherever I want. Couldn't you do something good if you were in control of all of this? Control and power. And then the temple, finally putting God's word to the test. Does he not care for you? Will he not protect you? Don't you want to prove to yourself that he's actually going to keep his promise to you? But Jesus didn't go into the wilderness to be tempted the way we operate in temptation, keeping it at arm's length and looking for a bit of training to get through it. No, Jesus and the Spirit went out into the wilderness hunting the devil, searching for him. He didn't go out cowering the way we do. He went out with the one weapon that matters, a promise from God. He didn't need gun or fishing pole. All he needed was that word given to him, you are my beloved son. No one can take that away. So he goes looking for the devil. He goes walking into temptation in order to put silence, to put quiet, to put the devil to have no more word for us. He goes walking out into the wilderness in order to find the temptation of the devil, in order to say, that's not my life anyway. It isn't the power and control and the expanding of my borders that Jesus was after. All he had was a promise from God. That promise that puts doubt, fear, 
and anxiety to death itself. The devil waited for an opportune time to come back, and it wouldn't be until the cross where those would taunt him and say, can't you save yourself? Has God abandoned even you? But even there, it is the promise of Christ that is given to sinners. Today, you are with me in paradise. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't feel like it. Nobody could believe it. But here is the Spirit and the Word giving the promise of Christ in the midst of the hardship and death of this world. You have God's promise. You baptized children of God. That you are joined to the death and life of Jesus Christ. So that the death that he died, he died for your death. To put it to death altogether. And the life he lives, he now lives in the promise of God. The promise of life beyond death. He went hunting big game out there in the wilderness, and he brought the one weapon that could do it, an unbreakable promise from God. For we know that when the word is on your lips and in your heart, when that word of Christ is on your lips and in your heart given to the world, The temptations flee and the fears disperse, and even the devil has nothing left to say to you. For all you say is the name, Jesus, Jesus my Savior. He has done it all for me, not my power, but his word. Not my life, but his for me. And the temptations and the trials and the anxieties flee before us, and the devil has nothing left to say. The word is near to you. It is on your heart. It is in your lips. It is granting you the peace of salvation that comes in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.